Hey everybody, what is up? Mark here. So this week's episode is a bonus episode that we pulled from our Patreon feed. Uh, thank you all to everyone who continues to support us uh, financially on Patreon. We appreciate it greatly. Uh, you know, it's a super weird time and, uh, you know, economically speaking and socially speaking, yeah, it's a fucking shit show. So we are uh, so just beyond words, uh, grateful to everyone that is still able to support us. Um, because of that, we are able to set up our remote recording. The guys and I, uh, are in the middle of recording next week's episode. So that will be out next week. Look for that. Um, it's a little weird not being able to actually be with them, uh, in person and, you know, see eye contact and body language and, and crushing beers and just, you know, what we have always done for years now, uh, together, but we're working through it and you know what, it's, it's just the way that it has to be for now. And it's no big deal. Um, it's better to stay safe, better to stay healthy. Uh, you know, quarantine, stay in your homes, do what you got to do, help pass the time, whatever you got going on, do it. And uh, you know what? We're just going to ride this shit out together. And, uh, you know, hopefully in the near future here, things will be going back to normal. And uh, yeah, everything will be good. So I uh, hope everyone is doing great out there. Uh, you know, DM us, hit us up on the socials, the Instas, the Twitters, whatever you got. Get a hold of us. Let us know how you're doing. And without further ado, Christopher Q, that creepy music. Welcome to the Kryptonite Podcast Patreon Edition. I am Mark Storrs, and with me as always is... Zap words. Whoa. Oh, my God. Play, play that backwards. You, I might have said something. I don't you know. might have. I would love to hear that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I hope it's something Somebody, glad, something uh, oh glorious. God. What if it's something dirty and horrible? Oh, oh. well. Editing. Yes, indeed. And you are... You might not hear this. <laughs> and you are. I am Rob motherfucking Morphe. Thank you all so very much for your Patreon contributions. Oh, we appreciate it. This oh. is where we can relax and be ourselves. Not the calm, peaceable, level-headed, sage, and um, delicate speakers that we usually are. This is where we can cut the fuck loose, yeah. kick off the slippers, and get fucking busy with some fucking cryptids and are we, whatnot. Are we like loosening our sweatpants? Is oh, that what dude, we're doing? Oh, yeah. No, I've, I've untied the strings, you yeah. know. I don't even have pants on. Oh, no. <laughs> no, actually, you have pajama pants Balls on. are free. Pants all your free? balls are free? Yeah. In 93. Nice, nice. And again, as we say all the time, thank you all so very much for your contributions. It means best. a lot. And it helps so much. Because of the money. We're getting our studio. Yes, it's in happening. March, which is fucking super so dope. We're super excited about that. And because of the studio, we're going to be able to finally do videos. We've taunted this for months. I know. We've just been teasing everybody. Yeah, we have been. But the reason we're getting the new studio is now we have the room to do the videos. We are so too pretty not to be seen. Yeah. I mean, that's debatable. No, I mean, but... I live in a world of deep delusion, but that's not relevant. I still stand by that statement. All right, fine. So pretty. You guys are going to love our videos twice as much there you go so uh yeah there's nothing to really push that's all it's there this week for this patreon episode we're talking about the gargoyles of chili we are indeed now oh. when i read this at first is in chili well gargoyles of chili yes no like the food like gargoyles no, in like chili? the nation oh. but you know what 
if there was like gargoyles that were stalking around like chili cook-offs, that would be the shit. Well, the actually the email that you sent says chili gargoyles. See, oh, no, chili I, gargoyles. I had like this is chili this was an article I wrote I think for Mysterious Universe. I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years ago, something like that, and. Um, and so I love this case. It's a really fun thing. But I think I, at one point I called them like the demon dogs of Chile, the Chile gar. But but they were seen as gargoyles by the eyewitnesses. And I love the word gargoyles. Uh, yeah, okay. I was desperately I sad when I was a fucking kid. You, you, of course, we all remember the movie Gargoyles. Yeah, totally. the greatest made-for-TV horror film ever. Tis. Hands fucking down. And the cartoon and that thing comes up over the fucking end of the bed and tries to get that girl. Yeah, it's fucking. It's like what nightmares are made of. So. When I found out that they weren't based on real legends, but they were simply like sculptures in medieval Europe that well, were yeah. used for drainage and to scare, like the whole idea of that whole Pazuzu idea and the exorcist of evil scares evil. Yeah. I was kind of heartsick because I wanted them to be like werewolves of yore, vampires. I wanted them to yeah. be real things. But as it turns out, perhaps these sculptures might have been based on bona fide long distance sightings of crazy fucking animals. Sure. All Probably right. not. Gargoyles. But in Chile, there might be gargoyles. So you did not get your Radong Chong moment? Is that what you're saying? Oh, my God. Fucking Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, exactly. You know, that always pissed me off. That dude who was the villain in 48 Hours, I don't know much about who he is as an actor, but all that fucking gargoyle said was, don't ever say you fucking saw me. And yeah. You're good. And so he falls in love with a beautiful girl, has a child, becomes a successful artist, and then finally he's like, you know, baby, I love you so much, I just have to tell you the one secret I have. And it's like, you... Don't you understand irony, fuckface? You had, don't do it. You had the world by the balls, and then the fucking skin goes off, and it's, it's like yeah. Raydong Gargs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you had Raydong Chong. Now you got Raid Gargoyles <laughs> so. from Commando. I know to fucking uh, what was it? Quest for Fire. Yeah. Who does not have, if you were at least sentient in the eighties, a crush on Raydong Chong? I still do. Oh. She's amazing. She Good for her. and a fine performer. As yes, well. exactly. All but don't right. lie to a gargoyle. No, don't. Robert, let's get started with the deep shadow shrouded jungles of South America are rife with carnivorous predators that are rarely seen by the human eye, at least not until it's too late. Mm -hmm. But as intimidating as the flesh eating critters that are lurking in the dense rainforests of this mysterious continent may be, the arid plains of the northern Chile of northern Chile are said to harbor a colony of inexplicable hovering beasts which eyewitnesses claim are living, breathing gargoyles. Does it get any better than that? No, gargoyles. I submit. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Look at them gargoyles over there. Gargoyles. Oh, All right, there, so Robert, let's get started here. We have uh, gargoyles located in Chile. Not Chili's, the restaurant, but nope. Chili. Or the food. No nope. food. Yes. So Not yes. cold. Not cold. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, it literally took me a second. <laughs> I said it, I repeated it, and then I got it. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Sometimes ah, you got to repeat it. I'm dumb. <laughs> Patreon marks even dumber than usual. Robert, wow. let's do this. Situated in the northernmost portion of Chile, less than 12 miles away from the port city of Arica, are a sprawling swath of red sand deserts known as the Pampa Acha. The only thing that hints at the existence of humanity in this desolate stretch of savanna is the Pan-American Highway, which twists through this barren wasteland like an asphalt serpent. 
Thank you, Jim Morrison. That was my tribute there. Nice. Oh, you are the Lizard King. You can and will do anything. I'll, I can do most things if I care to. I want to. That's how it. I limit it. I'm more like the Archduke Lizard. All right. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. cool. It was on this lonesome stretch of road that in July of 2004, Carlos Abet de la Torre, an army sub officer with the Casadores Regiment, his wife Teresa, her excuse me, their three children and a toddler-aged nephew would have a harrowing encounter with a group of fantastic creatures which seemed to jump straight out of the pages of a medieval bestiary. Oh, this is like our second reference to the medieval bestiary. You know what? I didn't realize well, yeah. that, um, and I think it's a bestiary, but you I think can call it a bestiary. I don't know if you could read. Maybe you'd say it the right way. Bestiary. I think, I think we're going to just have to agree uh, that you're wrong. Fine. Yeah. Continue with gargoyles. It should be a bestiary. But that haven't been said. I must have written this line years ago, and then I readopted it for the Cuyahoga dragon or whatever is it, it was. Is this your new nestled? The, the, oh, the fucking the bestiary? Is yeah. that my new nestled? Could yeah. Be. Oh, Could be. Good. Nestled I, in I the bestiary? To, I try to switch it up with located. Okay. Snuggled. Right. Snuggled. Fugduggled. Ah, I don't know if you're yeah. say snuggled. Fugduggled in the Appalachian Mountains. Oh, spooned. Oh, spooned. spooned. That's good. Yeah, oh. oh, all right. Retrofitted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I no, sexually retrofitted. I, I wonder if we can get to the point where we just like substitute fucking phrases and everyone just goes with it. We'll see. Boy, we are really fucking getting off the path here. Let's, let's just, do it. Let's straighten let's get, narrow. Let's it. get back. This is Patreon. It's a wild card. I know. No one knows. And it's of course when we're at our drunkest. At approximately 7 p.m. on the day in question, the Tory family packed into Carlos's pickup truck and departed from their quarters in the Fuerte Bequidano which is in the military community of Pozo Almonte, heading toward Arica to visit some relatives. And again, I'm going to apologize. I will fucking mutilate sure. your language. That's just We're what I sorry, do. sorry, That's Chile. just what happens. I'm sorry, Chili. Absolutely. Knowing full well that he was in for a long and monotonous drive with a car full of children, Carlos gamely threw the truck into gear and began motoring down the same highway he had traveled for over quarter a century. After roughly two hours had passed, Carlos was cruising at 65 miles per hour through the Pampa Acha, approximately 20 miles south of Arica. The road ahead was illuminated not only by the pickup's headlamps, but the bright moon that hovered above them in the cloudless sky. The stillness of the scene was almost haunting. That was until Carlos's eldest daughter, Carmen, noticed a pair of extraordinary entities through the back window of the vehicle. According to Carmen, she was astounded to see two creatures leisurely floating in the skies above, in her own words. I was traveling in the back seat with my brothers, talking, and suddenly everything went dark. Then I told my brother what I was seeing, and he told me to keep quiet because mom gets nervous. Uh, no, see. Don't, wow. don't freak mom out. So you see a fucking, <laughs> what, what we know will be a gargoyle, even though we haven't gotten there but yet. But they're leisurely floating. They're doing no, no and, nothing And crazy. I love that the brother is not like, I got I to gotta worry. This is a fucking anomalous creature. We could be in danger. We're in the middle of nowhere. They're like, don't fucking tell mom. Don't tell mom. She... She gets anxious. Yeah. She she gets the jitters. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to fucking you, weird You're going to make her buy the wrong milk. <laughs> that's such God a, damn you. She's gonna, Jesus Christ. Really? Oh, uh, that's a wrong time. That's like wrong the, time for that joke. That is like the fucking, that is like the fucking <laughs> deepest <laughs> fucking inside fucking oh, baseball comment. Yeah. Oh, God, don't. I know. I, it's too late. That's a motherfucker. Oh, God yeah. damn it. It's the funniest dumbest thing uh, no one has any context for that at all except no nope. awesome. and i barely have context <laughs> oh, for it. 
Chris and I, just suffice to say, Chris and I nearly died. Mm-hmm. We nearly died. Our hearts almost gave out from the sheer exertion of laughter over one of the dumbest conversations we've we ever, ever had. Yeah, no, it was you terrible. You to be out vaping. It was <laughs> so apocalyptically stupid that we caught ourselves in a fucking, like a snake eating its own tail vortex of fucking dumb unstoppable laughter. Yeah. All right. Well, there that's that's one for the books right and, there. And boys. that's it. And, and that's one to grow on. There it is. But don't worry, mom. That's going to be a fucking problem. <laughs> All right. Okay. Carmen kept quiet, but could not restrain herself from surreptitiously peeping out the window at these bizarre aerial abominations, claiming, later I looked through the window and saw one of the things that looked like birds with dog's heads and back swept wings. My father said they were like gargoyles. Carmen later estimated that the strange airborne animals that flew over her father's pickup truck were at least six feet in length, though she admitted that at first she wasn't sure if the creatures had wings or legs, but that the appendages were definitely angled toward the rear of the creature. So it's a bright moonlit night. You're probably seeing most of these in silhouette. Yeah. She wasn't sure if it was weird. Le- but then again, if they don't have fucking wings, what are they doing in the sky? Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, you know, Carmen, packs. she's just she's trying to be legit. She's not like fabricating things she didn't say. I right. like that she doesn't mind admitting, like, I don't know what the fuck. Could have been a flock yeah, yeah. of Boba Fett's, just saying. Could've, yeah, it was probably Mandalorians. Yeah, it was yeah. Mandalorians. Yeah. It just makes sense. No, really, they were giving me the old uh, salute. Oh, oh Chris hates it. I do. It's a little cheddary. Heavy infantry. It was a lot of cheddar. Mandalorian is Jesus. my favorite. Carmen and her brother exchanged uneasy glances as the outlandish entities seemed to pace their father's truck but they were afraid to speak lest they panic their anxiety-prone mother. Their efforts proved fruitless as their mother, Teresa, who sat next to their father in the front seat, looked out the window and suddenly caught sight of the extraordinary avian anomalies through the windshield just moments later. So now mom knows, trips over. Yep, trips over. Everyone's getting the wrong though. Yeah, fuck. From her vantage point, Teresa was afforded the least obstructed view of these things, which the press would quote her as saying resembled dog-faced kangaroos. Mm. Okay. She claimed that the gargoyles seemed to match the speed of the truck, occasionally slipping ahead, then falling back, but never traveling more than 60 feet from the moving vehicle. The Tory family later claimed that they were in such a state of shock that none of them dared to utter a word. That would be until the matriarch granted them permission, according to Carmen, and she said, we were speechless for some 10 minutes, and my mom told us to react, and then we started discussing what we'd seen. Can you imagine that? One, Everything's two, three. Quiet. Everyone says, react! React! react. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's that? What the fuck's yeah, going on? Ah! <laughs> fuck! 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 fuck. Two, three, Stop reacting! Two, one, react! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you should employ that as a parenting skill. Dude, my kids have... Listen... I love my children more than anything, but this is the one thing about them. They have zero time for my bullshit. They got their own thing going on. They're like, Dad, we don't fucking care. Do whatever. I'm like, no, guys. React. And they're going to be like, make me. But fine. That's true. Oh, wait. If you had a pile of gargoyles over your fucking sweet America truck. They don't give a shit. They would care. They would not. Everyone cares about gargoyles. They would say, Dad, you're making Mom nervous. Stop. Keep driving. Oh, God. (laughs) But what if their mom turned around and said, Chris. React. (laughs) <laughs> don't get the wrong milk. You don't get the wrong milk, and then uh, react. So they wouldn't give fucks. Nah, they don't they're care. really so embroiled in their own shit, dude. They're just, they're just they 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 got, they're, they're they're busy, dude. They got schoolwork. They got a uh, switch. The, the Nintendo Switch. They got 
um, you know, Living Maddie. They got Netflix. They got who? They're they're wrapped up, man. They are they're awesome busy kids. kids. They, you know, they're they're doing art. They're, they're doing the crafts. hope for the future is what they yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. They really they ain't are. Got time for they ain't got time for our bullshit. There's I no, admire that. No time for gargoyles. <clears throat> yeah, no wow. time for there's a rule no time house. for goyles. Yeah, exactly. No time for goyles. <laughs> At this point, Carlos and the rest of his frightened brood were all stealing skyward glances and catching glimpses of the soaring evolutionary aberrations. He accelerated the truck, praying under his breath, terrified of the fate that might befall him and his family if these creatures decided to swoop down and attack their vehicle rather than hover above. Then it happened. Without warning, four of the canine-like creatures suddenly came to a landing directly in front of the truck. Coming down on their strong hind limbs, which were shorter than their clawed upper legs. That's a little okay, weird tweak that's not usually in dogs. Yeah. Carlos barely managed to avert a collision with these over six foot tall grounded gargoyles and increased the pickup speed, eventually leaving all four of the beasts behind. He, he just, so this he is like smoking the bandits. So eventually yeah. they no. did see four legs yes. and wings. So I guess what we're looking at are like su- like super mastiffs or something. Like I'm not an expert on dogs at all, but a dog yeah. that stands six feet, no, that's is big. I think that's bigger than a mastiff. Or yeah, it's much bigger than a mastiff. So it's bigger than any dog. Oh, six a, a dog on all fours that's six foot is like a dire wolf that was like prehistoric. Okay, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously these things resemble dogs. They're right. not necessarily canines biologically at all. Right. You know, any more than hmm. you know, fucking a bat is a bird. Who the fuck knows? Just because it looks like something at a distance doesn't mean that it's what it is. So these things land and he just jets past them? Apparently. Thankfully, he managed to avoid a collision because had he killed one even inadvertently, who knows? They might have fucking swarmed like Hitchcock's The Birds and with much better special effects because they're real and totally fucked that family up. Or they would fear and they would flee for their... uh... For their lives. That's also a possibility. But yeah. I'd always be afraid of the alternative. That's one of the reasons why I would always be hesitant, except in a, a real life and death situation or if somebody I love was being threatened, to be the aggressor against something unknown. Because not only if you miss or if you only injure, but if for some reason this thing is much more powerful than you anticipate, yeah. when you fuck up, yeah, that might be the fucking, you know, the, the straw that broke the proverbial yeah. camel's back. But even if Man, you escape, on. you're going to be looking behind your fucking back uh, oh, all the time. Ever. Like, well, is it going to be, is it after me? Was it even after me at all? Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, was it arbitrary? Did I make it come after me now because it hates me yeah. for my actions? I can't live like it's that. It's going to steal my error in milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the milk joke will not stop. I know. It's no, forever. Oh, my God. It's good. I appreciate steal my it. I wish I would, it's literally in our DNA. I wish I was there. <sighs> I almost had an asthma attack and died. I'm not even lying. All right. When the Tory family safely arrived in Erica, they told their relatives about their bizarre sightings, but swore them to secrecy, concerned that the public ridicule that might follow the unveiling of their tale would somehow damage the military career of the family's patriarch. Totally reasonable. Okay. Though, although their sojourn with their family was enjoyable, the Tory clan constantly thought about the creatures that had tracked them and had tried to block their path. Carlos was anxious about the trip home. And ain't that the fucking truth? Like, you're in a, well, you're in a happy family I mean, vacation. Yeah. 
you see these things, they scare you. Now, if they just stayed up in the air and they're gone, you could maybe kind of put it out of your head or eventually go, ah, they're fucking barn owls. I, I saw shit. I thought they were fucking sky dogs. They're barn owls. Whatever the fuck you want. But when they land in the road, you almost hit them. They're fucking ginormous. Yeah. I can see where, like, your entire vacation is blown because you're like, I have to go that fucking way Well, yeah. Again. That would really be fucking disturbing. Later, Teresa confided, we were terrified to go back. But much to the family's elation, the expedition back through Pampa Acha proved to be mercifully uneventful. But boy, I can imagine the stress they felt. Once back on base in Pozo Almonte, the Tory family honored their oath of silence. But when another sub-officer, Diego Requeme, claimed to have had an encounter with an entirely different, though no less horrifying, dinosaur-like creature on the same stretch of road. Just two weeks later, Carlos began to wonder if he and his men and their families might be in very real danger from creatures that either ought not exist or should be long extinct. On the same stretch of road. Same stretch of road. Ah. Interesting. Is it okay. a veil scenario? I got my right. listen. Is it time traveling? Is I've it... got my theories. All right. Well, no, I know exactly. Hold what on. Yeah. Snuggle in. Wait. Take him to your booze. Okay. All right. Here, because we're gonna get there. I'm. A, I'm gonna feed him. I'm gonna feed him tight. Yeah. You do that. You I'm do that right. Him. It was then, for the safety of all involved, he decided to come clean. Others on the base came forward with their own strange observations of the area, and it wasn't long before the press ran with these bizarre stories and began churning out articles about the monster seen on the Pan-American Highway. Oh. Now it's, now it's a legendary stretch. See? Which we, by the way, I mean, I, I've always wanted to go to South America anyway. Let's fucking road trip there someday. If the Patreon ever gets I, good I enough. I mean, yeah. That we're going to drive to we gotta, well, we gotta, Chile? We got to do the Pampa Ancha. No, we can fly to Chile, but oh. I want to drive down the fucking oh, gargoyle dinosaur right. stretch. Yeah, all right. So we, we, we fly, then get an Uber and have them take us down the stretch? Oh, can we even breathe there? What's the altitude? Is that? That's not, I mean, I know it's not Machu it's Picchu. Not, that's in like Denver, Peru. It's not Denver. Don't even fun. know. Yeah, I think it's okay. Dude, I don't even, I still don't know what's below Pennsylvania. You'd think I would have looked it up by now. I, think I still don't fucking know. The highest point on <laughs> earth is Denver, I think. The high Everest, dude? It's a mountain, doesn't count. Oh my god. Yes, you it does count. You can't live there. You oh. die at base camp. You didn't say the highest you point die you can at base live. Camp. Yeah, you, you you get to base camp. I, and I you're would dead. die like six miles below base camp, but yeah, probably. dude. I, I just can't I can't do this right now. All Denver right. is not the highest point you can live in on. In my earth. mind where it is. Wow. Continue. Fort Hill Cemetery is the <laughs> highest point on earth. The parking garage. <laughs> the tallest structures in our hometown. Uh, yeah. People freeze to death there. Uh, yeah. Bi Any higher, you're in space immediately. Yeah. Because if you jump, then you're in space. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Exactly. We are yeah. the dumbest fucking people. Technically, in the world. you're off the earth, so you're in space. <laughs> yeah. If you jump, oh, that's true. every time you jump. Right now. Oh my God, every time you skip. Yeah. No, we're sitting, you're an we're, astronaut. Sitting, we're sitting in Chris's high chairs. We're exploring the moon. I still oh think of that God. when I'm walking on snow. I'm like, I'm off the earth. I'm off the earth. Yeah, exactly. I never See? thought like that. That's kind of brilliant. Yeah. Way to we're heading a new space. Dumb. Well, now we're dumb. <laughs> we're dumb. We're, but you know what we are? We're like baseline explorers. Like our adventures are so simple and fucking introspective and asinine that we delight in it. New ways to think. Yeah. People are paying five dollars yeah. a month for this. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Exactly. Let's pick back up where we left better. off. But no, they you know don't. what? Just they're one, fine. We're good. If just one of our listeners walks on snow and is like, <clears throat> "I'm heading to the moon," yeah, man. 
I'm off the fucking I'm Earth. So close to space. Fuck your <sighs> Shirley feeling. Bonds. Right. Fuck you, Mother Earth. Well, I love you, Mother Earth, but fuck your Shirley Bonds. All right, yeah. so we're back here. We got gargoyles. We got dinosaurs. We got the Pan American Highway that we're not on yet. Highest point ever is Denver. Robert, continue. Oof, God bless you. Soon after the story broke, Scott Corrales of the Institute of Hispanic Ufology translated the story for the English-speaking world. People began to speculate that the region may be the site of an interdimensional portal or a hotspot for UFOs and the odd entities that were stowed away aboard them. Oh, I'm sorry. What was uh, that, Robert? Interdimensional what? Uh, what's that? A, uh, what's that, Christopher? Entities? In portals with UFOs? Oh, We're going to wow. get to your common explanation. It's not common. It's probably for, no, the most for you, fucking it's common. out of the box. Yeah, but because I'm out of the box and you are the no, box. No, you're in the box. No, I'm out of the box. No, you're, you're in not. The box. No, you're not. How am I out of the box? Because that's all you ever say. So you, you are the box. You might be in the interdimensional portal box. Yeah. I'm not. I kind of think you might Everybody be. else is talking about nuts and bolts bullshit and fucking ant creatures that don't exist. I'm saying they come from different planes of existence. Who's the real fucking rebel now? You and Scott Corrales? All right. You and Scott Corrales. Fine. Are you happy? Yeah. You feel good? Yeah. I wonder why the Hispanic Ufology uh, Institute got involved with something that didn't even remotely involve UFOs. God bless them for going outside of their purview. Yeah, but I mean, it's, all, it's in the whole wheelhouse of everything. Yeah. It is. Dude, it all crosses over. The umbrella. Over. Yeah, the umbrella. Okay. Listen, yeah. we happen to love it all, and we incorporate it into this pod and the things yeah. we, we write about and talk about and draw. But by and large, I think if you're studying in a field, most people, I think, stay focused on it. They're going to get involved because they need the press. Okay, fair enough. There you go. Fair enough. And they're probably genuinely interested in it as well because they oh, are yeah, they course. are researchers no, if of you, fucking If you like the paranormal, shit. listen, you're going to swim in the Bermuda Triangle. You're going to fucking look for a Bigfoot. Yeah. Go We've done all of that shit. We've all sort done of, all that, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. We've all looked for monsters we have. together. Yeah, well, We've of all course. gone on ghost hunts. Yeah. We've all gone on UFO hunts. Okay, fine. I swam in the Bermuda Triangle. I think you guys have probably at least been there. Nope. Never. I don't think no, maybe. I was in Chichen Itza. There you go. There so you is. got, you know, some ancient astronaut fucking yeah. pedigree right there. Yeah. I was somewhere in Florida. He was in Florida. <laughs> he was in Scottsdale. He was, he was fucking skunk Scottsdale, Arizona. Christopher over here. Wow. No, I think it was like it was Tampa. Florida. All right, but even better. I was, in, I was there too. The odd entities that may or may not have stowed away on UFOs may include dog-like gargoyles of six feet in height. Yeah. And I guess dinosaurs. Okay. Cool. Which is awesome. The usually open-minded Chilean press was quick to claim that the eyewitnesses were likely seeing nothing more than ostriches, wow, which must have escaped from a local breeder. The fact that ostriches are flightless and that none of the birds were reported missing in the area was conveniently ignored by the media. Right. Yeah, so, even yeah, I have to call no. shenanigans on now, that maybe, one. Maybe, I guess, maybe if you <clears throat> want to say that there was bipedal dinosaurs and at a distance it was an ostrich running across the road, though the distinct white wing and black feathers and lot, you would really have to not know what a fucking ostrich is to confuse it for anything else. But in no way, shape, or form could it represent what the Torre family saw. No. Yeah, I hope they weren't trying to explain that. I, I, I just did, assumed they were trying to explain that I, I hope, yeah, second I hope one. Right. The dinosaur. Right. Yes. Okay. It also seems unlikely that seven individual eyewitnesses would confuse ostriches for either on-the-wing gargoyles or prehistoric reptiles, regardless of how unbelievable the alternative may be. Nevertheless, the list of dog-headed, bat-winged, kangaroo-legged creatures that stand over six feet tall is not a large one. In fact, nothing like it should exist. 
Strangely enough, according to both Carlos and the Carabineros, the uniformed Chilean National Police Force and Gendarme of the Cua Barracks in Fuerte Bequedano, there were no reports of strange creatures on that well-traveled highway until 2004. Does this suggest a migratory pattern for these beasts, or might we surmise that jungle deforestation or some other manner of encroachment has forced these critters out of the hiding and into the public eye? How else can we explain no sightings until four years into the 21st century? Interdimensional portals. All right, that's another way to explain it, yes. I mean, I think portals are like, you know, sort of on the nose, but you got to toss it in there. You know, or possibly... I'm waiting for this. <laughs> I know we're all like, oh, I'm saving every wanted, moment. I wanted to give or the possibly. pause. possibly. If it is some sort of indigenous creature that is in the area that is moving because of deforestation, that would be mean a whole bunch of them are running out of the fucking deep, dark jungles. Well, I don't, I first, I same. don't think they're the same. I think they're two different things. No, the one dude saw a dinosaur when one, one thing saw gargoyles. Like, the total or, difference. Or flying dog-like things even if it was like llamas and emus like you can figure it's it still out. two different things yeah, yeah totally yeah sure so you're just saying it's a portal of different things i mean it could be but I like, rob's, I like rob's idea of uh deforestation that these things are just running they're getting out of there their I mean, homes are being destroyed fly gargoyles fly oh you animals <laughs> land wait Jesus land, so they are land. gargoyles and they're just deforestating gargoyles so they're like oh fuck yeah they dude they you know about the gargoyle eggs they get their gargoyle, their gargoyle eggs and they fly away uh they live babies. in caves number one they have eggs that's north american gargoyles yeah, not, how do you know Chilean. it's not south american i don't okay <laughs> <laughs> i also know you just like oh no that's the that's the desert yeah, cave yeah, dwelling yeah, variety that's exactly. the arizona as per version. the 70s evidence yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> As played on ABC in 1978. Oh, that's great. So, uh, all right, let me just finish this last paragraph here. Until one of the Chilean gargoyles is shot, captured, or convincingly, convincingly excuse me, caught on film, this mystery will endure. And if you ever find yourself traipsing around northern Chile at night, look to the skies, because you never know what you might see. So that having been said, right. I'm super duper uh, intrigued by the fact that New animals are discovered through deforestation, as tragic and horrible as sure. it is. But also, many species are killed before they're found, which is thrice tragic. It's fucking horrible. I don't necessarily think that there was a fucking flock, I guess for lack of a better term, of uh, gargoyle-like things living in the treetops of some you know, paddock or whatever that got cut down for sugarcane and then... Suddenly they're fucking on the pampa ampa fucking yeah, flying yeah, around. Right. But who knows? Oddly enough, though I poo-poo it and you know how much I loathe yet love that magic whale, I do believe that there are places on Earth where po the possibility of interdimensional exchange is uh, more abundant than in other places. And some people believe that it has to do with, uh, like, ley lines or heavy deposits of quartz apparently can cause this as well. Because apparently there's a, there's a frequency or whatever that can vibrate and then and it can open up your, you know, whatever. Chakras or fucking yeah. who knows what. I don't what. think chakras, but I think it's like the, the, apparently the, the, this heavy deposit of quartz 
can somehow mm. uncover the veil to another See, dimension what or you're world. Saying, I, and I'll be the first to admit it. I want to be open-minded. It, I mean, sound, I it sounds stuff, good. But no, no, it doesn't. But I don't understand I roll it. my eyes and I'm thinking, oh my God, this is some fucking crazy crystal Arizona, shit. Arizona, Sedona crystal bullshit. But on the other hand, if fucking say simple chemical pollution can tear a huge hole in the ozone, which thank yeah, God is exactly. mostly repaired, why can't in another... And I'm, and I'm not even talking mystically. In a, a form of science that we just haven't grasped yet, Yeah. why couldn't other things like maybe quartz crystals or heavy deposits of certain minerals or who the fuck knows what, man-made fucking it always, uh, pollution in this case, why couldn't it possibly do something to physics? Right. Modify some quantum thing that just allows things to come through. So it seems magical and fantastical and that you're getting monsters from another world, but really it's just as simple as the science of... of a ripped hazmat suit will let Ebola in. Yeah. A yeah. ripped fucking veil in reality will let a gargoyle through, but it, that just seems magical and asinine. But it's possible. I'm not saying that's my first go-to. No, I, I don't. I will not shut my mind completely. I clearly it. don't understand how crystals work. No, none of us do. We don't get any of this. I have definitely <laughs> read and watched enough documentaries that ley lines and big deposits of quartz apparently are an interdimensional hotspot. But Chris and I, uh, you know, visited a ley line for an interdimensional area many a year ago. Indeed. So yeah. I, you know, maybe there's something there. Maybe there isn't. We didn't fall into a portal or a dimension or whatever. I mean, no. Fucking so there, there's truth to a lot of weird shit. Yeah, there is. But uh, you know, chakras. Yeah, yeah there's always a little bit. You know. Okay, so the, there's always a little bit of science behind that. So ley lines sure. supposedly follow like magnetic, yes, things, right? Yes. So that gives quote unquote credence to that hypothesis right. of a ley line because there is a you know those magnetic fields. Right. So you you put it kind of a, as a subset of this thing that we know. Yep. Right. Totally. Even though not really, you know what I mean. So the, yeah, there's a know. science behind it, but you just you you but you place can go, it under the purview of science beyond I'm not what sure. the evidence suggests. The crystal is the same thing, but yeah. everything vibrates. But right. I mean, quartz have some properties. That's why they use them in computer chips and sure. shit. Yeah. So, so again, even, there's a science there, but then you just kind of place it in this other and maybe if you saying that well but maybe if you have two tons of quartz I'm not crystals saying, maybe something happens i'm I don't not know. saying it's not maybe a clown appears maybe it's killer clowns from outer space maybe, maybe it's a clown Bob. appears brothers. who knows maybe yep. it's a sweet delicious uh, japanese meal wow. maybe it's not <laughs> noodles yeah it's noodles and steak i'll do it if like oh god yeah it's 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 the best hibachi you've ever <laughs> done experience and uh yeah so, shabu shabu. All right. It's all possible. No. Sure. Here, here, what Chris well, is saying is something I really firmly agree with. And I, I like the way he said it in that. And I'm, I guess I'm going to paraphrase, though I don't need to. That there are kernels of truth embedded in almost all of these phenomenon. What makes it the batshit crazy thing that makes rational people roll their eyes is when they take what is a possibility that is based on a tangible reality and extrapolate it to the nth degree where all of a sudden it becomes this bona fide, irrefutable fact of like ley lines, create these magical things where this happens like, yeah. okay, just slow your fucking roll a little bit because there might be something there and you might be able to actually combine 
what your belief system is through intuition and uh, and esoteric studies to what a scientist can discover. Because if there's one thing sure. that I fucking love about it being 2020 is that science is fucking getting there. Like LIDAR, where you can now do archaeology from outer space and yeah, fucking other places. Crazy. Where you can totally, peel away yeah. shit, where we can like home change our genetic codes like right. on and on and on not only is this 2045 singularity fucking coming i think it's fucking headlong rushing and it might become here a decade early so we're finally living in the future we were promised not aesthetically but actually functionally yeah and i think this is a great time for really esoteric ideas and science to finally meet but that means people like us who are even though we have a scientific you know mindset in a lot of ways but are definitely more on the weird side we have to start fucking talking and and introducing the more scientifically minded rational people uh in in a clear fascinated way about why we're intrigued by this stuff rather than turn them off with like blindsided belief and just crazy fucking burning man antics which by the way burning man looks awesome i'm not dissing it i just need <laughs> yeah. to say we can't you, it's, it's not about posturing it's really about a emerging and i really think in the so, next couple decades we're going to see some really fascinating discoveries made by a blending of esoteric knowledge and actual scientific oh, totally, principles totally totally i really really do i do believe and i i'd have to look at yeah the the di- i definitely saw i remember hellier talked about this and there's been a couple other shows that, that, that talked about this where there are certain spots with these giant quartz crystal deposits that they are known specifically for weird shit happening does that have anything to do with like Ivan Sanderson's like uh I believe like, it it might be like terrible triangles? What the fuck were they called? Vile vortices. Vile vortices, yes. Terrible triangles. It does sort of tie into that. I always say the wrong but thing. But they also kind of extrapolate out a little bit more where they say, okay, here are all these weirder things that happened, and oh look, you know, here like Ohio is in this big stretch and there's a ton of fucking quartz crystals apparently underground. And that is a batshit crazy place. So maybe but you know, as far as this esoteric magic, if you want to call it, goes, um, maybe there really is something to these large deposits of vibrating crystals for whatever, and then weird shit happens. Right. And if we can prove that, or that can be scientifically quantified in some way, um, then that's why we see weird shit. It'll be and a that's new branch just of science. sort of yeah. how it happens, yeah. I mean, the only reason things aren't is because there's geologists, there's right. chemists. Like, if they're not, if they don't find a reason... To do it, no. They're, if they're not looking, right? We we they know what it is. Yeah. So it's like they've moved yeah. beyond looking for a thing. Absolutely, totally. But but, but even more insidiously, it's become taboo. And it's become taboo for a lot of reasons. Well, One, a lot of people are crackpots that believe in crazy shit, and they don't present it in a fucking uh, palatable way. Right. And 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 then it comes to a point where. Um, it really becomes like two different kinds of religions: the religion of belief in a, a universe of infinite possibilities, and a religion of scientific method. Mm. And, and, and they shouldn't be actually in contrast. But it gets to the point where I won't look at your shit because it's fucking dumb. We live in right. a concrete world where it's this, this, <clears> and this. Yeah. And other people are like, I'm not going to live in your fucking cardboard cutout bullshit reality because I understand that the universe is much more expansive and wonderful when re- in reality it's really somewhere in between scientific yeah. principles exist for a reason and science I think really will eventually if, if we continue to evolve and we continue to be a sentient species and we don't destroy ourselves will continue to unveil new mysteries that at one time just like electricity was fucking magic from the sky or a bolt thrown by Zeus which yeah. is now what our whole society is based on uh, electricity fucking I think that a lot of things that were considered science fiction 
will, or, or not even science fiction, but fantastical, will be just science. <clears throat> so are we all on the same page well, yeah. here so, with this? Well, back to fucking I, I, the gargoyles. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know we went I, way off base. I know, but that's, that's all right. It's fucking Patriot. No, I don't think they were gargoyles and so, fucking T-Braxes or what fucking Velopteraptors. What happened, Chris? Oh, I, I just... I, skeptically... Just misidentified. Giant fucking bats and fucking well, escaped uh, ostriches. Can, can I give, California can I give condors, perhaps. Uh, let me talk about the Vampirum Spectrum. Spectrum, I'm sorry. The Vampirum, Okay. The Vampirum Spectrum. Is this a new... Uh, also known... I, uh, is this a new division of the shitty cable company Spectrum? Yes, it is. Hey, it's completely gotcha. No, it's a, it's a new James Jesus Bond. Christ. Bang, bang. Oh, my God. It's so lame. We're so fucking lame. All right. Also known as the spectral or false vampire bat, it is native to both South and Central America. The spectral bat ranges from Mexico to Central Brazil and Peru. It is not only the largest bat found in the New World, which obviously is our fucking hemisphere, mm. but it is also the biggest carnivorous bat on the planet. With its elongated nose and three-foot wingspan, it's not entirely unreasonable to, do, to deduce that the Torre family spied a small group of these animals and assumed the worst. Granted, the arid deserts of northern Chile are nothing like the prototypical habitat of the deciduous forest and swampy areas where bunches of up to five vampirum spectrum rest in hollow trees near bodies of water, but it is not that unusual for small colonies of creatures to occasionally stray from their usual environment for a variety of reasons. Okay. Okay. So, as Chris not, said, not giant bat, let's right. just throw the vampirum spectrum out there. Just but, for yeah. shits and giggles. All right, I'm going to go, Fair. I'm going to toss out my California condor. Because those fuckers are enormous. They are big, but they are like the biggest. They don't look like dogs when they land in front of your car. You know, you're scared. Mom's nervous. It's dark. I don't think giant bats look like dogs either when they land in front of your car. They really don't. And a three foot wingspan is not a six foot tall bat. So I don't think it's necessarily that. But we're we're going to give the devil his due. But that's that's their. They didn't measure it. They just oh, it's a speculation. You're right. right. Sure, you're absolutely right. right. Um, yeah, I mean, possibly misidentified uh, vampiric spectrum. And California it's uncannily Condor. like the Jersey Devil in some ways. Little, it's also yeah, not yeah. entirely bit, unlike yeah. original descriptions of a chupacabra. Not the neo chupacabra hairless blue dog bullshit. Yeah, the one that nobody likes. That's the fucking liar chupacabra. Yeah, it is a liar. It is a liar. It is. It is. But the original old school spiky backed reptilian kangaroo legged. Yeah. Fucking supra okay. chupa. Yeah. So, uh, do, 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 Robert, do you think we are dealing with a misidentified creature and uh, or quite possibly some uh, creatures fleeing the destruction of their home and or are we Jesus dealing Christ. with the interdimensionals? You got three options. Wow. Misidentification. Well, you didn't, you there's, didn't, more, there's more than three, yeah, you probably. You didn't give me extraterrestrial. No you, get, no, you don't get that. You didn't give me ultra-terrestrial. No, we're, really? we're, we're going to narrow it down. Intra-terrestrial. We're going to narrow it down. Meta-terrestrial. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about oh, that one. There you go. So what do you think it is? All right. I honestly think, I think it's a cryptid. Okay. I think it's a cryptid cool. in the sense that if it was uh, a giant bat, I think they would have said, holy fuck, that's a huge bat. It's terrifying, but it's a bat. Um. I, I, I really think it might be just an unknown species. Now, maybe a species of bat, by the way, because who's to say a certain species of bat, for whatever reason, you know, easier to pick fruit, didn't grow uh, longer legs, isn't slightly more expansive. 
uh, might resemble a gargoyle at a distance. So I'm not ruling out the possibility. It certainly seems mammalian that it's a bat, but I do think it's a cryptid. I don't know if it's necessarily uh, from, uh, you know, ranging out of its normal abode because of deforestation, but maybe, who knows? But I do think it's a rare sighting of, uh, of just an unusual likely bat. Uh, as for the fucking dinosaurs, I don't know, though I love the idea that dinosaurs are alive. Mokele Mbembe, fucking any number of things in, in yeah. uh, you know, Django Nitti in, in, in Central Africa or even Murray in Papua New Guinea. I mean, I just desperately want there to be dinosaurs on Earth still. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I would like to think little tiny raptors are just cruising around the highways, around. but that's a whole other breed of fucking cat. <laughs> cruising around well, the yeah, highway. It just might have been like super speedy like monitors. It could be. Yeah. Right. Like the Jesus lizard that runs on its hind legs across water and they call yeah, it the Jesus cool. lizard because yeah. it doesn't yeah. sink. Maybe there's some land variation of Could it. Be. It just looks like a dinosaur late at night when you're cruising down the fucking, you know, Pan-American highway. All right. Well, I mean, because we ha- this area has a uh, streak of high strangeness, we got some gargoyles, we've got some... Uh, dinos <clears throat> dinos, and some other assorted creatures and whatnot. I'm going to go ahead and say here that, boys, we are definitely dealing with the interdimensional... Highway. What makes you think that? Whether that goes to hell, definitely. Whether that goes to hell or space, we don't know. But that's why we go there. I need to know to why. find out. Tell me why. It's just kind of strange that in this one stretch of area that you have all this activity happening, and that makes me think that quite possibly maybe they are in fact sitting on some sort of ley line and or interdimensional hovering crystal technology that we don't understand yet. I love that you just keep going. You That's like why that? I love it. I yeah, love picking you your like brain. That? God bless yeah. you. It's adorable. It's, dude, it, 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 yeah. you know what it is up here? Dun, 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 dun. It's just all fucking, <laughs> it's, it's all these show. monkeys juggling bananas. Oh, the Graysons live in it's your the, mind. Yeah, in my wow. mind, it, dude, in my mind, they didn't die. Actually, Never did. Yeah. No, actually, in my no. mind, the Joker shoots Batman. Wow. Yeah, you know why? No. It's dark. Your mind is dark. It's dark. Joker shoots Batman. <laughs> yeah, that was actually a spoiler for a weird ending, but whatever. Wow. <laughs> Let's cut that out. Yeah, so anyway, my mind, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, no. Get into it. No, it's a dark oh, crystal palace it. of interdimensional possibilities. Fucking and totally, in some dude. ways, I'm really envious of you. Yeah. Good job. Because my, my prosaic uh, cryptid, eh, you, the magical vibrations of interdimensional fucking... Flip toads from another yeah, fucking world, exactly. man. Oh, yeah. the flip toads. You know flip toads. Yeah. Just as legitimate. Oh, hey. Yeah, there you, you know, go. in a perfect world. Yeah. Just yeah. as legitimate. Just as legitimate. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just as legitimate. Yeah. Oh, These are my opinions. Respect only. them and share them with your loved ones. Not only do I respect them, I love them, sir. Thank no. you all so very much. That is our take on the Chilean gargoyles. And you know what? I'm really proud of us. We really stayed on top. Oh, a lot. We definitely. were fucking, we were dead up. We, get, we got there. No, we, <laughs> we, we got back. We, 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 well, right, so we got it. big. We, we got a little into it. But it we, we, we fucking narrowed the focus back down. You know, the laser, it spread out. It's like Cyclops when he fucking takes off his glasses. Some oh, things yeah, got yeah. burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A neighborhood got destroyed. No, that's yeah. the deal. Eventually, we brought yeah. it back down and got the job done. I was always happy when he died, but that's just me. Wow. He's an ass. Well, Scott was not cool. I don't know. He was pretty cool in Whedon's run. He was, but yeah. for the most part, he's kind of like a stick in the mud. Well, that's a, that was, that his, was deal. his deal. Yeah, yeah that's why he's like him. the opposite yeah. of the fucking Logan. You, oh, yeah. I was going to say, you mean the real team leader, Wolverine? 
Fucking every well, Japanese fucking cartoon is based on that. There's the noble straight arrow guy. There's the fucking hot girl that loves the straight arrow guy, but has a secret thing for the rebel dark That's the one. Deal. That's Jean Grey, fucking Logan, and, yeah. and Scott. Some are yeah. all fucking together, man. That's the deal. There it is. That's it. That's the perfect triangle. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Lights oh, are flickering. Chris's lights the flickered. poltergeist is like, you guys are so far off subject. Fucking wrap it up. Yeah. Even the ghosts are tired of listening yeah, to they're us. Fucking bored. You drunk <laughs> fucks. Thank you all so very much for listening. Thank you all so very much also for your Patreon contributions. We appreciate every one of you out there be sure so to leave much. your comments in the uh, patreon comments below um or you know if you want to go to facebook or instagram or twitter or whatever hit us up there so uh yeah uh we do have a code for the uh patreon people where if at any point you want to get a percentage i believe it's 20 or 30 percent. i'm not really sure but if you want to get a code to get merch uh, just post it up. I can talk to T Public and get you a permanent whatever. I, I'm again twenty. I think it's twenty to thirty percent off. I'm not. Oh, that's really amazing. Sure. Oh, okay. For, like, well, yeah, per, a permanent code. What yeah. the so fiddly you know, fudge? That's amaze balls. Yeah. So uh, if you want to, if you want that, check that out. And again, hellorspace.com. There's some merch, so you can go check it out there. So uh, there you have it. Thank y'all for joining us for the Patreon, and we're talking to you soon. Oh, mm-hmm. well, thanks for paying money. For this, I know. Yeah, I know. Jesus oh God! Christ. Did we fuck them over? No, they're. Fine. Oh, I feel like we fucked really our, good people over. Our patrons, money. Uh, the people Thank that you. we talked about fucking flying dogs and fucking dimensions. The people that give money to our Patreon uh, and support <laughs> us are generally super fucking cool. God bless them. Yeah, because other people that don't like are not into our shit. So. Wow. <laughs> that, yeah. That's true. No, it really is a lot of it. You are really no. either into fucking some really crazy shit presented by some dumb motherfuckers or. You are not. You are, yeah. In well. which case, you have found the wrong pod, friends. And thank you all for thank your contributions. You, guys. you are the, honestly, you are the most amazing fucking thing ever. Thank you. We'll be talking to you soon. Keep watching the skies. Fuckers. Keep vibrating those crystals. Oh, uh. my God. <laughs> Man, you are just. I know, I'm this tired. This ghost is going to be so mad at me. This ghost is pissed. He's mad right. at you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh.